0: Welcome to another Hellraising episode of Metal Marmite. Did you get that? Hellraising?
1: Oh, yeah, because one of the songs is Hellraiser, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 I get it's it. <laughs> anyway, so welcome to episode six. six,
0: six. technically
1: six. No. Technically, it's episode seven, but he doesn't know that yet. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Ozzy was long. Oh, okay. We went long, didn't we? Okay. Yeah, so I split it into two.
0: Oh, so it kind of fits. Ozzy is number six, really. He's a bit more satanic than the band we're talking about today, really. So he's five and six. So this yeah. is technically uh, seven,
1: okay. but it's the sixth artist.
0: So. Okay, so the, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne was the last uh, metal artist. Metal artist. artist. Yes, We uh, we did. And uh, you were very imp- impressed with the palette. Yeah. Uh, it, it,
1: um... Available What? Well, it, 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 it was very, it was very, very nice. It, it tasted, it tasted very good. Yes, it was. Um, it went down easy.
0: Yep, I think you found a few gems there. Oh and, uh, yeah, there was some, there and, was
1: some in there for sure that I'd never yeah. heard before. That I'm like, this is great. Yeah, that went pretty well. I'm interested to see how today we'll,
0: well, today's about how we'll do. Mm-hmm. Um, so episode number six slash seven. Yeah, episode number seven. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> So it's episode number seven, and it is uh, slightly on the more grittier side, would you say, this week? More gruffer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe the most gruffest thing we've done so far, probably. Gets down in the dirt, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, that band is uh, Motorhead. Um, so before we get into the... Um, so if you don't know how this the this, this show works... I'm an avid metal fan. Rich, really, you like metal. I like, I like metal, but I don't know anywhere near as much as yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. So I will give Richard a particular album or songs or both from an artiste. And uh, you'll um, listen to them and then give your thoughts on them at a later date. Um, so before we start, I usually do the history of Motorhead, how we first heard of them. So what would your first experience of hearing Motorhead have been?
1: Ace of Spades.
0: Ace of Spades. <laughs> I mean, it's
1: it's it's pretty much just that's like the biggest, most well-known song, isn't it? So you hear yeah. that everywhere, oh, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know definitely. you find out who sung it, and then yeah, that was my first introduction to them. Easily, one hundred percent was Ace of Spades.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll get onto it a bit later, but yeah, that song is synonymous, synonymous with Mozart's head. It's a lot of you know, for a lot of people, it's the only one they know. Hmm. Um So my history, this was very hard. I couldn't remember, to be honest, that well. I couldn't remember if Ace of Spades was the first one I heard, or it was the game. Oh, okay. I I couldn't remember. It probably was Ace of Spades, because I probably would have known who Motorhead was. When they did that. Yeah, Hmm. when they did the... But I remember hearing, well, we'll get into it later, but I remember hearing for the first time the... The game thing, tune, and thinking, who is this? And oh no, I
1: did not think that at all. I knew exactly who it was. So, when, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, came
0: I'm not 100 percent sure. You know, I can't remember. I'm getting old. I'm nearly 40. Yeah, memory's everything. not
1: what it used to be. You know. Yeah. So my first. This memory, all used to be oh, oh, trees around. But it's weird. Really like,
0: I can remember like hearing bands around that time for the first time and having
1: clear memory of of that. But I don't have. It's any weird. Because of it's to. a very. I mean, yeah. Lemmy's got a very, very, very iconic. Very distinct, distinctive distinct, voice. Distinctive you would have thought you'd
0: remember that, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, like, it's probably just like on Kerrang! TV or MTV M- 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 Rocks, or whatever it was called back mm-hmm. then. Just seeing Asa Space was probably on there. That was probably it, but I, I don't remember.
2: Mm.
0: To be honest, fair so, enough. You know, hopefully one day it will click. I'll just come back. Yeah, but mm-hmm. hey, um, so we're going to a little bit of history of the band to start with. This is the most painstaking
1: part of the uh, the show. This is where so he it's actually it's finally fun. earns his keep. Doing you know? the research. Feeling, yeah, if you're yes. listening, you still don't do nothing. <laughs> so you do what? Feeling. He actually does stuff, you know. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I
0: try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Motorhead were formed in London. Oh, wow, really? Okay. Yeah, in 1975. Um, although, let me as we're getting to a bit later, it's not really synonymous with London. But the, um, the band as a whole were formed in, in London. Okay. In 1975. Uh, formed by vocalist and bassist Lemmy. Mm hmm. K-
1: Kill Mr. Lemmy. That is a cool, is that his Kill, real surname? That's his real surname. What Kill a Mr. name. Yep. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, Lemmy. I'll be going by Mr. that one. Who would go on to be the only permanent member of the band? And we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, the guitarist, Larry. Wallace, and drummer, Lucas Fox. So it's all about the L's? All about the L's. I had taken the L's
2: very early on, yeah.
0: Just coincidence that every member of the band happened to have the surname beginning with L. I guess sometimes it happens, doesn't it? However, this is just a start-up of the band, Mm -hmm. and Larry Wallace and Lucas Fox would not stick around for very long. Quickly be
1: replaced? Quickly
0: be replaced, and the other two members... Of the band, who were going to be synonymous with Motorhead, oh. uh, particularly the golden period, which is late seventies, early eighties, mm-hmm. would be uh, Phil
1: the Power. Taylor, oh, what, what the darts player? The darts player? Seriously? Phil, no. Oh, I was <laughs> going to say, what the fuck? I never knew this. How did I not know this? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah,
0: okay. yeah, he has to do something once his career, music career ended. No, no, no. Um, yeah, Phil Taylor. Yeah, that's his name. Okay, but Phil. Filthy Animal Taylor, uh, slightly yeah. better nickname. I don't know. Power. I the power's the power's power, big. is pretty good as <laughs> well. Yeah, yeah, he's a drummer as well. You know, yeah. that's a pretty good nickname for a drummer. Yeah, the, the power, power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: and then you got uh not just Eddie Clark on guitar. You got fast Eddie
1: Clark, fast Eddie Clark on guitar. Yeah. Okay. It kind of sounds like everyone else had a nickname and he was like, what's my nickname? And they're like, uh, uh Fast. Yeah, because you're really fast. Have uh, you got to think of a nickname Fast? Yeah. That just kind of sounds a little bit like, yeah.
0: Oh, what a nickname. Yeah, just tacked on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't feel very yeah, deep thought bit. now. So
0: I'll, I'll briefly touch on the history of those two first. So Taylor uh, replaced Fox as the drummer. Um uh let me say that Fox wasn't working out as a drummer and that uh Filthy Taylor had a car.
1: Oh, right. So he could drive us around. Exactly. <laughs>
0: drive us around if you want to get pissed up or, you know, I, I doubt many bands. I'm
1: assuming in this early stage, it's more about he can drive us to the shows yeah. and things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing they're not driving around in a car. No. They'd be in a van.
0: but But he could drive the van you
1: could rent it
0: exactly yeah yeah, that's the benefit and in those days i guess when you're just starting out that's probably a benefit
1: um so can i before you go on sorry can i just are you going to touch on why lemmy was in london not really no so so do we know why he was here uh
0: that's just it was just a you know, a base, isn't it? In Latin, that's one of the biggest cities in the UK. So yeah, because
1: why was he in the UK?
0: He is from the UK, mate. Is he? Yeah. Oh, did you not notice? Oh, my God, this is breaking news for Richard.
1: I ge- No, I genuinely thought he was from the US. Oh, wow. That's a bombshell for you, not it? I didn't... Because I was thinking, yeah, why London? What was he doing here in London? Was he... Because I thought... I genuinely thought he was American.
0: You can nail Richard in the comments for this one.
1: That's (laughs) why we do this show, though. There you go. I don't know know a lot about this stuff. So, to me, it just... Wow, okay. There you go. Uh, uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to (laughs) disrupt your flow there. But, yeah, okay. I I genuinely always thought he was American. So, Taylor would introduce the English Lemmy to
0: uh, Fast Eddie Clark. And that's how the the the, uh, the core of the famous uh lineup would uh,
1: So uh, during their prime
0: Yeah, this yeah. is the prime lineup, yeah. Uh he eventually leaving eighty four. Uh, drugs problems and stuff like that. Yeah, it's usually the reason, isn't it? But he returned in eighty seven so he regret leaving in the first place. He ran out of money. Um but he was fired in nineteen ninety two for poor performance.
1: That's not something you hear... Often from musicians, though, is it? You know, yeah, yeah, we had to let him go because poor performance. You know, he's, he's his levels in training dropped and he wasn't really performing at the high stage anymore. So, yeah, I mean, we, you have to perform to a certain level if you're on tour. Every so, we single, uh, right? we sold him to uh, McBusted, yeah, and, McBusted. That's <laughs> a new new uh, band on me. <laughs> no, yeah, no, when McFly and Busted, oh, that was actually for a very short period of time. Oh, yeah,
0: man, what what, t- what what a time to be alive. Um. <laughs> So he would uh, he would die in 2015 at the age of 61. Uh Pretty young on the 12th of November. Uh, don't really need to say that out loud, but it relates to Lemmy, so I'll say 12th of November, 2015, and he died due to liver failure, which you know could alcohol, be from alcohol, yeah. and all sorts of things. Onto fast Eddie Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, he. Came into the band and then he left in 82. Whilst on the US tour he'd had enough of the band um, at that point. We'll get into the Iron Fist later on. But that was kind of the breaking point. He wasn't really all that happy with the way they were going. and Unhappy with the album. And and also Phil Taylor by that point wanted the Clark out of the band. Didn't really like him very much. Um, but apparently Clark resigned. Although Phil says he got rid of him. So it's, it's very...
1: Messing. That's a, that's kind of reversed from how it usually is, though, isn't it? Like usually, you say no, no, they left of their own accord, and they're like, no, he fired me. But they're yeah. doing it anyway. So Clark, as I
0: said, he left in '82. He never came back. But he said he imagined himself dying on stage with Motorhead. Okay. He never really wanted to leave. Um, he did have a, a a little bit of a success afterwards, forming the band Fastway. After Motorhead, they had uh, a few uh, successful. Singles and albums. He died. He was the last of the three to die on 10th of the January... Uh, 10th or tenth of the January. 10th tenth of January, 2018, age 67. From... pneumonia Femonia? Pneumonia. Pneumonia. Pneumonia? Yeah. So, as you've seen by now, classic live with Motorhead. All gone. Gone. So, Motorhead is no more done yeah clearly done um, but I think if Lemmy was still alive it would still be going I think he's the man isn't he really yeah, I mean, we, the they other two have both gone only anyway. original well, member the, left the other, two, <laughs> the other two have both gone anyway so so on to Lemmy I said that he's the most important member of the band the one everyone knows the kingpin the guy who's been in the band since the start Um he was born on the 24th of December 1945 a so, kid. born on Christmas Eve, uh, just after the World Second
1: end of the Second World War, yeah. nineteen forty-five. Yeah. So, a bad time to be born, I guess. I mean, in Britain, it it, it kind of was, but you know, I mean, yeah, hard took to a long time, time, time to get yeah, over the war, yeah. didn't <laughs> it? Absolutely, yeah. Still, still on rations and stuff. I'm assuming at that point. Mm. I imagine so. Yeah. Um, so Ian
0: Fraser Kilmeister was born in Stoke. Uh, in 1945, he also lived in Newcastle. Okay, eight. and in Wales, uh, early on. Um, he got the name Lemmy from um from basically people saying to him, "Lemmy a Fiverr. so kind of its a kind of a a weird way to get a nickname. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what it said on the
1: internet. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I named my kid after people always scrounging off me. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: not from like lemmings or anything like that. That would have been too early anyway. That wouldn't have come out in the seventies, would it? Lemming. No. Yeah, no. Um, no. Um, I said he was the figure for the band known for his distinctive mutton chops. I remember him for the Fu Manchu. And for the Fu Manchu. Yeah, which Triple H kind of ripped off as well. Yeah. And the the lovely big. Uh, warts on his face. Yeah. Wasn't a pretty fella, was he? No, but he got a lot, of, he banged a lot of chicks. But then when you're a rock star, then you got the money, then, although you say that, he, he died apparently with a net worth of one million
1: pounds. I mean, I'd still be happy with a million yeah, pounds. Yeah, of course. But I'm guessing you're saying, you're suggesting that he should have had a lot more. Yeah, but then living the lifestyle he did, that's not that surprising. It's he not just that either. That. I, I think that Probably, like, in the 70s and 80s specifically, managers were probably a lot more inclined to, say, take a larger cut of your proceeds. I don't want to say... I don't necessarily want to say take advantage of, because... Yeah, there's a lot of managers That's that have... That, that, that defamation that, that, that is, of it, character, but, you know, I don't want to get sued. I mean, yeah, we talked about it in, but, Black, in the Black Sera. Yeah, um, yeah the, I imagine yeah, there was a lot, lot of, of that going around.
0: There was a lot of bands or artists that were taken advantage of by their record yeah. labels. And, of course, there were, because, you know, all bands are, you know, great at business yeah. or whatever. Plus, if you're pissing it all away on drugs and stuff as well. Can, yeah, I think one benefit from Motorhead is that they, they were constantly touring and constantly putting out albums all the time so kept him afloat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if they waited ten years to make albums or whatever, then I think that he wouldn't have you know, he would have gone broke probably. Mm. Yeah, certainly so much Jack Daniels you can you can drink. <laughs> um and we'll get onto that in a bit. Um so uh Motorhead wasn't the first band for Lemmy. Okay. Uh, I mean I don't
1: find that that surprising but No,
0: he's in, he was in a pretty notable band before that. Called a uh, Hawkwind. Never heard. Of them. Never heard of them. Have you heard the song uh, Silver Machine? Sing it. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> I'll play. Yeah, I guys going to play for some. I'm but, terrible with names of songs. Yeah, he was in a band Hawkwind from 1971 to 75. Uh, they had a big hit with Silver Machine, which got to number three in the UK charts in 1972. Uh, it's been a lot of. He uh, was in a advert uh, for Mazda. Uh, in the mid two thousands, I want to say so it was a hmm. pretty noble song. I think you, I think it's one of those. If I played, if I heard two, it, yeah, I remember, you okay. probably
1: know which song it was. But you know, but that, that's a fact for you. Yeah, uh, right on the on, right on the spot right now, mate. I can't, I can't remember that no, no. no. But Hawk Winter's still going today. Oh wow, uh, really?
0: Uh, without, they uh,
1: outlived Motorhead.
0: Yeah, they outlived Motorhead. <laughs> They're still going. They're very much more of a like. Psychedelic type rock band. Right, okay. Um, yeah, not as like Motorhead are pretty sharp to the point. Yeah. Like, the Hawkmen are pretty like, you know, um, what lots of lots jams, enough. lots of jams, love, um, not like Love and Peace, man, or anything like that. Oh, but, okay. lo- but like, like jammy long songs and stuff like that. Right. Not really a mainstream type band. Um, so, you know, you think, uh, <clears throat> Lemmy would prefer, like, the rock and roll stylings of Rolling Stones reckon over something like the Beatles?
1: in what I know about all heavy metal artists, no. Because they all (laughs) love the Beatles. All of them love the Beatles and all claim that they're their biggest influence and stuff like that. And it's like, if you listen to I Want to Hold Your Hand and then, like, you know, Ace of Spades. Yeah. But apparently... Yeah, no, he loved the Beatles. He loved the Beatles. They were his biggest musical icon. (laughs) He really always wanted to be just like John Lennon. I haven't quite written that down. But but no.
0: Um, Yeah, pretty much. Um, But uh, as we discussed before, if you were growing up at that time and the Beatles would have blown your mind really and they were everywhere, so you couldn't really save them. Rock stars don't like rock stars. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, rock stars don't like um, southerners. And that's the kind of the reason why I prefer the Beatles. Uh, see, the Beatles were hard men from Liverpool, came from a working class background. Uh, Rolling Stones were posh kids from London, you know, upper class or whatever, you know, mummy's boys, pretending like, to be rock like stars. Like we all are. Yeah. We're all soft down here.
1: Yeah. Because we got nice weather. Me, I'm not soft. Uh, come and have a go. You think you're hard enough? Oh, yeah. I'm rock hard. I am, I am soft. I don't don't hurt me, please. <laughs> I'm. I'm... It's it's too cold. <laughs> he 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 did say that he liked the Stones, but he preferred the Beatles.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and he said the Beatles have better songs, better humor, originality in their songs, presentation, blah blah blah, everything else. Okay. But he would cover, and the band would cover um, Rolling Stones songs, Jumpin' Jack Flash, and Some movie for the Devil as well. Um, I'd cover those two songs
2: mm-hmm.
0: later on. Um, Let me also dislike the term. or was famous for disliking the term heavy metal. Okay. Uh, You always saw Mohead as first as a a rock and roll band, yeah, more than anything else. Maybe because, like, heavy metal wasn't a term back in the 70s, really. It didn't really
1: come like, a term until, like, the early 80s. I mean, I must admit, going on this journey, I'm a little confused about the term heavy metal as well. So, maybe I have a more modern mindset on the term heavy metal, but when I think of the term heavy metal, I think thrash metal more than anything.
0: Yeah.
1: I wouldn't have described Motorhead as heavy metal. A lot of the Ozzy Osbourne stuff I wouldn't have described as heavy metal either.
0: I would say by um, today's standards I would say Motorhead are more heavy rock Mm. than heavy metal, to be honest. Yeah. Um, But they were massively influential on heavy metal genre as a whole, just because they sounded nastier and heavier than pretty much anything else that was out there it,
1: it's, the it's gnarly 70s. it's gnarly for sure oh, I agree
0: you know it sounds clean and polished you know as a lot, a lot of bands do you know it's not it's, uh, like Iron Maiden they're still like you know production's still pretty good same with Judas Priest you know they're, he- they're heavy bands but the production's still pretty good they still they sound clean mm. you know while um, my Have was gruffer and you know It'll be diff- more difficult
1: to get into, possibly. his In vocals probably go a long way with that. The I vocals I, as well, yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. Um he's one, a very steel worker, factory kind of voice. You know, you could imagine him being a singer, but you could also imagine him being a factory guy. Oh yeah, give out the bloody work. Tea time's over, you bastard!" Yeah, he's not exactly
0: Mariah Carey. <laughs> um, def- definitely not. Um, obviously, Lemmy was known for loving... Jack Daniels yep. as a drink. He even featured in adverts that. for Jack. You knew what he loved. Jack he Daniels. loved Jack Daniels. Oh, okay, that's good. Well, <laughs> hey, for hey, the, hey, for that's me, a, man, that's the fact that you're like, well. Well, he was in an advert for Jack Daniels, which was pretty popular, I and mean, again in the mid 2000s, right? So, yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah. Although he did switch to vodka before he died. So. <gasps> Is that why he died? out of
1: shame Yeah. shame for turning <laughs> his back on Jack Daniels no, I'm, I'm suggesting that Jack Daniels might have had him whacked uh, no no because Jack, I mean, Jack, <laughs> Jack Daniels I mean Jack Daniels allegedly this you know, yeah, allegedly
0: question. yes <laughs> uh, so Jack Daniels Jack Daniels would honour Lemmy with a motorhead signature uh, whiskey after his death oh okay so they've released to cover up they, they killed him yeah see, <laughs> allegedly for betraying them for vodka <laughs> there you go they released um, a a lemmy whiskey which was a nice touch is Um, it still available
1: or is it like a limited
0: edition that's a great question I really should have looked into that cool (laughs) but thanks if anyone knows put it in the comments or whatever you know know. let let, let us know know. know, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so we're going to get to the more bleak part now yep Uh, September 2015 uh, he was hospitalised with a lung infection. Sounds nice, doesn't it? Um he was going to brain scan and cancer was found on the brain and the neck. Okay. So at this point, you know, you're thinking, don't have a lot of time left. Yeah. You know, um, so it was terminal cancer. Yeah, he didn't have very long. Uh, the doctor gave him two to six months to live from September 2015, which was pretty accurate. Uh, died on the twenty eighth of December, uh, twenty fifteen. Uh, four days after he turned seventy, so he did make it longer than the other two yeah, in terms of age. But, but seventy is still a young,
1: a young age. I mean, yeah, you. So, I mean, my dad's but almost if seventy. It, so but if you know, live so... by, you know, the the rock and roll lifestyle, <laughs> you abuse yourself that <laughs> much,
0: yeah. yeah. You know. I um, mean I've got a granddad that just turned ninety five. But, but I'm you know, he wasn't living yeah, fast wasn't, he wasn't he? living a fast, <laughs> yeah. hard rock and roll lifestyle, you know.
1: That you know of. There, there you go, yeah. Maybe him some... and maybe him and Nan were maybe, you know, they maybe they lived it heavy, you know, yeah, like, yeah, back yeah, in yeah. their youth.
0: Maybe I need some digging on that. <laughs> yeah. So I did do some research just in Snackpot uh with you. Um his funeral service was held at the Forest Lawn Memorial Cemetery in Los Angeles. Um, now, I remember you going to a cemetery in LA. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. But it wasn't this one because I, I checked. Oh, okay. Because you said Chris Cornell. I'm sure you said... Chris, Chris Cornell. Cornell's there, yeah. And he yeah. wasn't on the, in this one. Okay. Um, so I did
1: Marilyn Monroe's also in this one. Okay, in, so in so the one one a I pretty famous dub.
0: Well. Yeah. yeah, Marilyn Monroe, one of the biggest names of all time. Yeah, definitely.
1: And uh, the dog that played Toto in... Uh, in, in Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. Well, one of the biggest <laughs> movies of all time. There you go. There you go. I how Chris
0: Connell fits in with that. Did a Bond theme. Bond, Bond's pretty big, I guess. Uh, anyway, uh, the Memorial Cemetery, uh, Memorial Cemetery in Los Angeles. This was held on the 9th of January, uh, 2016. And it was live streamed on YouTube at the time. Which I... I
1: did I watch this at the time? Or did I... I, I so it was on there. Not sure how I feel about that. What, the funeral being live streamed? Yeah. I mean it seems kinda tacky. I, I imagine the family wouldn't have agreed to it if they didn't.
0: I I dunno, it was just for the fans, I think. I get
1: that, which is why I'm like I don't know how to feel about it. Like it's <laughs> nice that everyone can join in, but then it also feels kinda tacky. But then I guess we did a lot of that during COVID as well, didn't we? But didn't really have much yeah. choice, did we? It Has did
0: get uh, uh, 230,000 views on uh, YouTube. That the doesn't time. seem that many. Doesn't seem that many, does it? No. Um, speakers included Dave Grohl mm-hmm. of the Foo Fighters Nirvana. Obviously a big, big head fan. Slash of Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lars Ulrich and Robert Trujillo <laughs> From Metallica. From Metallica, yeah. Rob Halford.
1: Oh, the, uh, the... From Judas Whose Bruce. sister married the, uh, the, the other guy. Yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, that's it. How
0: well,
1: I, well, how I remember. you remember from episode two, yeah. of Judas Priest? <laughs> now available on Spotify.
0: And wherever podcast Wherever listen you listen to this podcast. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's He was one of uh, Lemmy's best friends. Okay.
1: And of course, the game, Triple H. Apparently they became really good friends as well, didn't they? So. Supposedly so. Uh...
0: And we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, also, with Motorhead, one thing that is synonymous with them is this guy right here, Snaggletooth,
1: the a mascot. Cute name, what a lovely name for That's a mascot! Lovely. Isn't that the name of a character from a kids' show? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Hannah Barbera, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Anyway, anyway, yeah. As we discussed on episode three, I'm Maiden. Available now on Spotify and wherever, other wherever you listen this. <laughs> uh, they obviously have probably the most famous mascot of the time in heavy metal, Eddie. But Motorhead had their own, uh, who was on the cover of their very first album. Uh, and on most of the covers going forward. Uh, so it's like
1: a demonic motorbiker, isn't it? Um. I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean,
0: there's a logo, isn't it? Really, yeah. Pretty it's pretty bad. It's marketing, ice. isn't it? You know? It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, people exactly. recognise it. I yeah, think it's... Motorhead have become one of those bands that the, the logo is synonymous. Mm-hmm. But it's They've sold a lot of t-shirts with this logo on. It's just a fashion thing as well. Same with the Ramones, I guess. ACDC. Uh, sometimes, you know, Led Zeppelin. Bands will become... Well, big merch, big merch That's It's
1: the best way to get into people's brains. Isn't yeah. It? If you've got, a, if you've got yeah. a really badass looking logo or whatever, you know, something you know. that you can stamp on t-shirts, people, yeah. you know, you'll be able to stay in people's minds, won't you? So absolutely. Yeah. And I think
0: it was a lot prevalent back in, you know, late seventies, early eighties when there wasn't as much like, um, exposure to, um, much more coverage of music, heavy metal, yeah. in you know, in magazines or whatever else. Internet, we didn't have internet back then, you know. You sort, you went into a. I've seen this from like YouTube channels. I've I've watched people go into like. You know, CD shops and see the cover of the album and think that looks bad. I was going to buy that. Yeah, and, it's, and it's, this is a lot. Of, this has happened for a lot of metal bands. So you know, you go walking to a, a a shop and you see, that, you think,
1: yeah. it's going to sound heavy.
0: Yeah,
1: like I you said, know. looks good on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they also don't finish spelling. Of, yeah, the, of, I was going to say the um flower is always something yeah, I. Yeah, always yeah. I'm glad you said it. so I didn't have to. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, probably the most famous in terms of heavy metal. Um, there are bands that have used it: uh, Blue Oyster Co- Cult, Cult, Blue Oyster Cult, Queensrÿche, Motley Crue, among others have used it. You know, I think tip probably the first to do it. And the only one that makes no, sense I don't know, the there is Queens actually.
1: Reich. Queens Reich. Does anyone makes any sense? Because you said Reich. Right? Reich. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's German. So yeah. Reich is German. Queens Reich. Which is what the Unflau comes from. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It just looks cool. Mm. I always like the um the Gothic letters as well. I always thought that looked pretty cool in their name. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Again, with heavy metal
0: bands it's logos. Logos are oh, yeah. prevalent. Yeah. I made in metallic. if you've got a cool logo, people are gonna buy your yep. shirts, gonna buy your merch, whatever else. You've got a shitty looking logo. Then you're not gonna sell as much. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or no logo at all. Yeah. So there you go. And I think I'm pretty much done for the history of Motorhead now. I said Motorhead are are done now. Because when you lose Lemmy then it's pretty much what's the point anymore it, it's
1: I done. mean you say that but Queen is still around and they lost Freddie Mercury good point I don't think they're as big a band worldwide as Queen though. But... oh right okay I thought, I thought you were saying I don't think Queen are as big a band as Motorhead no, I was no like no. are you what <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, but... I don't think they're, they're not as far reaching as Queen clearly you know I mean I think Lemmy was probably I mean <laughs> he's probably the glue that held it all together you'd imagine absolutely right, yeah. Um, yeah I did see Motorhead once Live. Uh, they supported the Foo Fires mm-hmm.
0: back in 2006 at Hyde Park. I don't remember much about it at all, because I'm getting old.
1: Because you were living that rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. and I
0: wasn't massively... I, I like Motorhead, but I wasn't massively into them at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm was, I'm the same as you. I like Motorhead, but I'm not a huge fan of them. I'm, I'm like... I'm more now, but at the time I wasn't. Okay. Like well, I think my level of support has always remained the same. Okay, with that being said, um, I don't think I have anything else to add. No, we'll make it
0: our way into the tracks I gave you to listen to. Now, this is the first time, this is the first week that I have not given you an album to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, are, there are a few factors behind that. Um, the one thing that's been le- um, levelled at my head a lot of times is that they a lot of the songs sound the same. Which uh, foreshadowing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna, you know, deny that. It's the same with AC/DC. You know, a lot of their songs do sound the same. Like, there's, there's no, mean, no, no, there's no denying it, I'm not gonna, you know, poo poo anything. People say, oh, no, no. They, they, they do. It's a fact of life. I had a very hard time getting into my head when I was getting into heavy metal because like, a lot of their songs sound the same. And it's very difficult. Um, as we'll get onto, I think one or two songs stand out more than anything else. Now that I've you know, i been listening to this shit for 20 years, a lot more songs down out now, but uh, back when I was getting into heavy metal, not as many. Um, that's, so that's one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. Two is uh, Ace of Space. has a lot of songs on it. That's probably the the, the one that's held up as their classic. Some people would say Overkill, uh, but I thought... Do I really need to get you to listen to 15 songs that probably sound Ooh. nearly like the same? Not really. Plus, Motorhead has a, you know, look look at the albums we looked at before: Sabbath, mm-hmm. eight songs on Paranoid, yeah, Maiden, eight songs on Number of the Beast. Um, so, you know, not many songs. Um, and the other reason I've completely forgotten now. You can edit this out.
1: Except Give. if you are a member of Patreon, you yeah, can yeah, see yeah. all of this uncut, unedited, and watch his fuck-ups. Yeah. But you need to be a member. Ah, the other reason. <laughs> no, no, shh, no, leave it now. The, the other reason <laughs> was... I'm going to cut this out. It's only going to be on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, the other reason is I don't remember, that's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> the other reason
0: is they've released a lot of albums, and I was as I was making my way through the songs, I just thought, i just, I just do songs. Because there's a lot, there's, there was enough. Yeah, on I these think albums. if you're getting enough,
1: me to listen enough. to 15 songs on an album and then yeah, individual there was songs as well, the, like, the catalogue, I thought, well, I don't need to listen to. I think an we album. got a pretty good spectrum anyway. Yeah, I, to, like, I, I, I think so. so. Yeah,
0: um, the majority is going to be from the classic period, but of course, um, so that's the reason why there's no album this week. So disappointing. Uh, so sorry if you wanted to hear Richard's opinions on the whole of Overkill, the whole of. <laughs> Ace of spades, but no, I'm afraid not. Anyway, we'll get into the first track of 15 that Rich listened to for this show. Black Sabbath had a song called Black Sabbath. Iron Maiden had a song called Iron Maiden. And uh, Mohead also have a song called Motorhead off their first album called so-called Motorhead.
1: you are not a heavy metal band unless you've named a song and an album after yourself.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's a statement. It's Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath on the album Black Sabbath.
0: It's Motorhead It's a statement, I guess. I don't know. It's fucking ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is strange, though, is that uh, this song was originally a Hawkwind song, which called Lemmy... Called Motorhead? Called Motorhead, yeah, which Lemmy just took and... Just Stole, okay. <laughs> yeah, he liked the name of the 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 song. He <laughs> just thought, well, I'll, I'll have the song and I'll cover the song. I'll get
1: that. Oh, fair were, enough. Were, were they okay with this or I, did they sue
0: him? I or? have got nothing about him them being sued, so I, I assume so, I don't know. Um, this was the last song he wrote for Hawkwind as well.
1: Okay. He got fired. So I don't know if it holds a special place in his heart. It? Mm. Maybe um, he took it out of spite. Fire me, you bastards. I still have a fucking song.
0: Possibly, yeah. So it was originally released in March 1975 by Hawkwind, um, before being re-released by Motorhead uh, as the first ever single released in the 10th of June 1977.
1: Good way to introduce yourself.
0: Yeah. Also the height of punk as well, so maybe that, that sound was good for the time. I don't know if Motorhead were popular with punk listeners at that point, but the kind of the same attitude as Sex Pistols and Clash, I guess. I don't know. Um so we're getting to the song itself. Uh I like the intro, nice rumbling bass go along with it. Uh the vocals are not great on this song. This is my main problem with this song, is uh I think everything sounds great above let me hear Uh it sounds I don't know if it's a production or whatever, but yeah. You can't really understand what you're saying. Um, the song I put sounds very uh, glam. It sounds very much like Slade or status quo I've written down here. Um, but the guitar songs are good, the music sounds good, I think the drums sound good, I think everything sounds good other than the vocals. But i feel I f- fear
1: that you are gonna disagree. Actually no, I agree with everything you said. No, um no. so I've written here no. uh literally like every beat you hit I've hit. So I love the start, really cool, fun start. Um going into the glam rock side and the punk rock thing, I put I was really expecting an oi 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 at the start. Like I feel that Yeah was, that would have fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um but what the fuck is he singing?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, i mean not this is a problem with harry Mel because for a lot of it you can't say what anyone's saying but i just
1: think it, just sounds, it, it, it sounds really muddy dude right. like what are you are you just but i think this is good <laughs> this is going to be a bit of a theme with lemmy um <laughs> a lot of the time you're going to be like the fuck is he saying <laughs> um yeah, um and the final comment is uh yeah, great guitar solos. Loved the guitar solos. All in all, really like the song. Mm. Don't know what the fuck he was saying throughout the whole song. But yeah, like I said, I think that's gonna be a bit of a bit of a theme.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's not been one of my favourite head songs, but listening back to this, I, I, I said I like everything about it apart from Lemmy, just doesn't sound right.
1: Yeah, just um And it needed it. an oi oi oi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's a bit late for that now, but you know, thanks for the suggestion, Rich. Hey, we got AI. We can AI that now. Oh, you yeah, can, shit. you know, yeah. you get Frank Sinatra yeah. singing Baby Got Back, you can AI some Oi oy, Oi oy, Ois from Lemmy in the beginning of this song. I have to check that out. <laughs> Chat uh, GPT, get on it. This song reached number six in the UK charts. Wow, quite high. Okay. Quite. What year? Seventy-seven, did you say? Yeah, but uh, a
0: little bit different. It was a live version that reached uh, number six in the UK charts back in nineteen eighty-one. Okay, fine. which is their biggest UK hit really? single. So, uh, just as Motorhead, we'll get onto their biggest UK hit later on.
1: Okay, wow. But yeah, as
0: just as Motorhead, this is just the live version reached number six in nineteen eighty-one from. Uh, no Sleep Till Hammersmith, one of the most famous uh, live albums of all time, and went to number one in the UK, I think, when it was released. Anyway,
1: I think we've said enough about this song. Yeah, there's not really a lot to say about it, is there? Yeah, um
0: don't want to get too much overkill for that. Yeah. So, on to song two. <laughs> Off the second album, Overkill, the song Overkill.
1: No, it's in a theme,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, the band's not called Overkill. Ah, they Definitely. should have changed their name uh, for it, but yeah, the title track of the second album. Um, I will let you start this time. What did you think? Um, we
1: to- I, I didn't have much to say about this one. Um, mm. I thought it was very similar to Motorhead. Um, I didn't really notice a huge amount of difference. I think the vocals were a bit better, yeah, on it. Yeah. Um, you can understand what he was singing a little bit more. But I felt like the, the, the music was like very similar. Um, but I did put down that I really liked the breakdown. So at the end, yeah, 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 it goes back
0: into the intro again and then breaks down. Yeah.
1: Well, I did like that. I thought that was, um, that was pretty cool. But other than that, I didn't have a lot to, to say about this one. I thought they were very similar songs, which. Spoiler alert is going to be a bit of a theme, but.
0: Well, I, I did say it. Yeah. I, you can't get away from it. As much as I've, any, the biggest Motorhead fan would say the same. Um, amazing drum intro to start with from Filthy. Filthy, Filthy, pa- filthy Power. Filthy, filthy Power Taylor. Um, yeah, really good drum intro. I thought this, um, I think, um, this was instantly the first time that Motorhead played Tour the Pops. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, nineteen seventy nine, nine. And they played this in Todd Fox. Okay. their first ever appearance. Um This has gone down for a lot of people as the Motorhead song. The best Motorhead song. Wow, okay. Uh and it's the long song last song
1: they ever played live as a band, uh before Lemmy died. Do you think uh, that has a little bit of sway in people's opinion of it or? What do you mean? that that's why it's the Motörhead song, because it was the uh, last one they ever played.
0: No, 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 I think it was a... think cl- it as a classic before then. Oh, okay. Um I think it's a very good song. I, I, there's a lot of songs we'll get into that I like a lot more, but I still think it's a good song. Yeah, you know, but... Um, there was also a band that took their name from the song, Overkill, a uh, fresh metal band in the late mm-hmm. 80s who we might get into at some point. I
1: mean, it's I it's, it's a pretty... Easy, you know, metal name, isn't it? Overkill, you know, max charge, overkill, <laughs> turbo drive, you know. It's a good, good song just... I'll write these down, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> turbo drive.
0: <laughs> Call your song turbo drive and then make it into a ballad or something.
1: Like really Completely slow, confuse yeah. the listener. <laughs> <laughs> like really yeah, heartfelt. You, fuck,
0: am I to do this? Yeah, of
1: course you're right. yeah. Yeah, Fuck you to the listener. You specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking listening to this this podcast. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Fast and Hard. And then it's uh, like a it's Michael really, Bolton yeah, song. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I said I
1: loved you, but I lied. a man. That's enough about Michael Bolton. I like it? Michael Bolton, though. I, I think he's
0: got a great voice. If you want to listen to a Michael Bolton episode, that'll, that'll be coming up at some point. We run out of In, band. in heavy metal. We run out of <laughs> bands. So I'm just like, oh, who am I going to do? Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, kind of. I mean, he's,
1: he's, quite, got a, he's got a deep voice. He's quite loud, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's powerful. He's a yeah. presence, you know. like He could lead a rock band.
0: He, yeah, he probably
1: could. He had the hair as well, yeah. certainly, in the, yeah. the
0: late 80s, early 90s. He could have been a power metal
1: Vocalist, yeah, yeah. you
0: could have for sure, definitely. And uh, yeah, you missed Um, a trick there. There you go, yeah. I I mean, I never thought we'd get Michael Bolt to shout out (laughs) in in this podcast, but there you
1: go. You'll be surprised what we shout out on this podcast, yeah. So, on to song four uh, Bomber,
0: it's a bomber. Yeah. It's
1: Obama.
0: It's Obama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Obama, before Obama was born, but obviously not um, before Obama was a thing that we knew. They, no, they knew. They, <laughs> they let me can see the future. Yeah, um, "Bomber" from the uh, the album "Bomber." As I said earlier, when I listened, I bought the greatest hits of Motorhead, uh back when I was getting to heavy metal, and I struggled to get into a lot of these songs, and so they sound a lot the same. And well, as you said, Lemmy's vocals are very gruff, but this was one that hit immediately. And this might be my favourite song by our head, okay, ever, just because it it's one that I've always liked. It hit immediately. The riff is relentless, constantly throughout the song; it doesn't stop. Um, the song is about a a book called Bomber. So the the <laughs> So the, the, um, the book was about a bombing raid by Britain
1: oh, June on World the Germans during World
0: War II, which hit the wrong town. Apparently they, they went for the wrong target.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, sounds like interesting. But they, there you go. Um, this was another tour of the pops performance Okay. in 1979, in December. So, so it charted pretty well. Didn't yeah. It? So despite the gruff sound, they were still, you know, they'd get on top of the pop So, you know, pretty good, pretty decent. So as I said, this is one of my favorite, my head songs, maybe my favorite. What do you, do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, I actually really liked it. Good. Um, <laughs> I think it's very reminiscent of Ace of Spades. Um, and that's the kind of sound that I prefer of motorhead. The thrashy keep going, you know, yeah, just, it just doesn't stop. Uh, it's just, this, this song is, batters you. You. yeah, yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, yeah, I put down here that it's, uh, um I don't know what I was expecting after knowing about Ace of Spades. Pretty much it's very similar kind of sound to that. Um and it is really thrashy. And obviously that it's about Obama. Oh uh,
0: yeah.
1: Uh you like particular this uh, song or songs about Obama? Every single song that's ever been written about Barack Obama I'm a huge fan of, yeah. Uh which other songs? Um There's, you know, that that really famous one about, you know, the And then we, uh, yeah, and that's, and there's that one,
0: yeah. Okay. Thanks for the insight, Rich. No, it's
1: fine. It's no problem. I'm glad that I could teach you all about those 12 Barack Obama songs that we just discussed. (sighs) I'm glad you liked the song, though. (laughs) No, I did. I thought it was good. Uh, Yeah. It was entertaining.
0: It's one of the end of the song is probably one of my favorite ends to a song ever. The riff just keeps going faster, 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 faster. Doesn't stop. Yeah that that yeah you know, this was one of the first real songs i got into from Moathead, and yeah still holds up now i think so the next song is uh we are in brackets the road crew mhm uh what's this song about
1: i'm assuming it's about them touring yeah yeah
0: yeah anyway, it it's a, it was written uh about Motorhead's <coughs> road
1: crew by
0: lemmy um and Supposedly they got pretty choked up about having a song written about them. I mean, I guess... It's not rock lot, and roll, is it? I guess not a lot of
1: people really acknowledge their support staff, do they? So, you no, know...
0: No, no. Um, I think the song gives, you know, a pretty good description of... Life on Life road. on tour. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, look at the, the lyrics. It's not a very deep song. It's just... The song goes beat, beat, beat. There's no, like, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, Mm. chorus. Unless you want to call the chorus We Are the Road Crew. crew, Yeah, Yeah, that's basically the chorus. Them just saying that out loud, isn't it? So, you you know, another town, another place, another girl, another face. You know, another gig my ears bleed. Another town left behind, another hotel I can't find. That's giving you a description, really, of life on tour. You know, another border to get through. Uh, you know, driving like a maniac, driving to hell and back, another room, a case to unpack, all sorts of, you know, this is, you know,
1: pretty standard, really. I mean, I didn't note down the lyrics like you did. I didn't, you know, but that's I have you, to, your my job, job yeah. Um, but I must say with, with this song, I actually preferred the lyrics more than the actual song itself. Right, yeah. I kind of it is one of those songs where you... It told a story. Listen, yeah. The The lyrics told a story, but the music kind of made it a little bit dull for me. I don't know if maybe it needed another tune or it needed slowing down a little bit or maybe not as... Boom, 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 boom. boom. But I, I feel like the message got lost in the song a little bit. But I actually did like the lyrics. I mean, I didn't note them down. But, yeah, I actually preferred the lyrics to this song than I did the song song, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more lyric-based than anything this
0: song, isn't it, really? Let's be honest. Um, Yeah, I like it a lot. I like it a lot, yeah. So we'll move on to the second song. uh, Third, sorry, third. yeah. From Ace of Spades. Which, originally, I I wasn't going to put on here. But once I went through song list and looked at the title of this song, I thought, uh I suppose am going to have to do that.
1: Jailbait. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, jailbait. Richard. I'm assuming this <laughs> one's about groupies, right?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, the title stands out straight away, like, what the, f- what, what, um, Written about the appeal of underage girls, Richard. Yeah. Which, you know, any band can relate to. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah, every band, yeah. Yeah. So I'll get into the lyrics in a second for the song Jailbait, but you can imagine what what kind of lyrics we're looking at here. Again, I didn't really pay attention to the Um, lyrics. (laughs) Lemmy was surprised he didn't really get a lot of backlash at the time for this and probably didn't get much backlash overall for it. Um, which is surprising considering the content of the song.
1: So what year was this released? 80, 80
0: you said. Yeah. 80. So different times, different times. So I you know, mean... 43 years ago. Different times, but... This will get you cancelled nowadays, obviously. Oh, there's, 100%. There's no way
1: that you could call a song Jailbait. I don't know, I think you could call the song Jailbait, but I think you need to be careful yeah, the, with the The subject lyrics. matter would have to
0: be, yeah. really, you know...
1: You'd have to be a little bit careful with that. But I also think that this is kind of maybe a symptom of the times where a lot of, you know, establishments wouldn't necessarily check to make sure that their patrons are over 18, for instance. So you would have a lot of girls in, you know, 14, 15, 16, who look like they could be 18, 19, 20. And they just, you know... If I flash you my tits, will you let me in? And the guys are like, yeah. I'm sure sure a lot of rock bands had groupies. And they and I I am sure plenty of the musicians in the past have slept with underage girls. I am certain of that. Yeah, absolutely. If Um, a girl looks like she's 20 and she throws herself at you and you are in an establishment where you assume everyone is over the age of 18, why would you question that?
0: different times.
1: You wouldn't um, ever turn around to a woman and say, yeah, that's fine, but I need to see a form of ID before we go home to my house because she'd go weirdo, and then she'd walk off. So, yeah. yeah. So, if you're familiar
0: with this album and song, you'll know the lyrics, but I will read some out for you if you're not familiar Please do with them. Uh, teenage baby, you're a sweet young thing. Still tied to Mum's apron strings. So off to a great start here already. It's fantastic. I don't dare to ask your age. Uh, just to know, enough to know you're backstage.
1: Yeah, isn't that, see, isn't that sweet? Because he doesn't want to know. See, you're like, yeah, you I know, just assume that you're the right age. That's fine. You're jailbait, and I just can't wait. <laughs>
0: Sure, baby, baby, come on. Uh, one taste is all I need. My decision made at lightning speed. There's no fork into this at all. No, because he's horny. No, he's, yeah, he's seen a good-looking woman, he's like, yeah. He's horny, and he's just like, I'm turned on now, so, yeah. Yep, I don't even want to know your name. Very romantic here. It's enough to know you feel the same. Hey, love that young stuff. That's actually a lyric in this song. Hey, love that young stuff.
1: Were they ever on Jim will fix it? I
0: don't know, but um, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't see this this song getting covered a lot nowadays. I'm not surprised, uh, really. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Tell me, baby. Oh, you look so fine. That's that's fine. Yeah, I mean, there. that's pretty standard, yeah. as On its own. I mean, Justin Bieber could S- sing that. Sin quivers up and down my spine. Again. Uh, the next line, not so much. I don't care about our different ages. I'm an open book with well-thumbed pages.
2: Ugh. Ugh.
1: <laughs> Ew. That makes me think of... He's masturbated a lot, though. <laughs> well-thumbed pages. <laughs> there you go, yeah. I mean, that is going to be my new euphemism. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just thumbing some pages.
0: Yes, I yeah. uh, it's very really hard to defend this. Um other than saying yeah just different times. Uh this came out in nineteen eighty, it was forty three years later. Um you know um obviously it wouldn't find nowadays.
1: My biggest question is it autobiographical? <laughs> Possibly. Because there's a difference between, shit, I didn't know how old she was, and I don't care how old she is. Mm. There's a big difference between those two okay. things.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is from experience or whatever. I'm sure groupies were coming to their gigs. Oh, 100%. And some of them were underage. Yeah. Wherever they took advantage of it, I don't know.
1: Again, I, I'm not even saying necessarily that they took advantage of it. What I'm saying is, is if you are in a place where you assume everyone will be over the age of 18, at least, mm-hmm. then you have no reason to believe otherwise. But if you're now saying, well, yeah, but I only really like them when they're underage, then that's different. Yeah. You know, there's a big difference between those two things. You know, if I'm like... She told me, you know, I assumed that she was eighteen because I was right to make that assumption, and I thought she was eighteen. But then when she told me she was fourteen, I was like, "Oh yes," you know. There's a big difference between those two yeah, things. Yeah, I guess so.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm not. I'm not going to defend defend it, but it is what it is. Moving on to another song with a extremely hard as nails title.
2: shine
0: shine like a star I'm about take that song uh oh, i hate that song because yeah. it was on tv a lot when it the, the what the what it was the supermarket that used that song a lot. Or yeah it was on tv a lot I hate, yeah i hate that song i don't mind a lot of take that but uh that song. I, I early
1: stuff and um patience i liked but then beyond that i'm any of the new stuff i'm like nah, i'm not great stay no. we well, are we talking about this on the metal podcast? Talk about take always that, Michael Bolton,
0: whatever. Uh, uh, <laughs> so shine. Obviously, not very heavy metal. Uh, song <laughs> title name, and it's not from an 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 album called Shine. It's called Another Perfect Day. This album. Oh okay. wow! Okay, but there is a song called Another Perfect Day on it. Uh, but okay. we're not going to cover that. Um. So shine. Uh, it was released in 1983 on the album Another Perfect Day. Uh, this was the first album after the uh, departure of Fast Eddie Clark, who quickly got out of there, I guess. I oh, don't know.
1: Okay. Because he's, he's so quick. Cause he's
0: fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was replaced by Brian Robbo Robertson. So a he, Boring he, nickname, that again, is. Again,
1: like, I want a nickname. Uh, Robbo, yeah
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was the guitarist for Finn Lizzy. Oh, okay. So he joined Mohead after Finn and Lizzie uh split up.
1: Uh So was that before or after Metallica Made Them move? <laughs> uh,
0: Metallica didn't cover them until like mid nineties, so yeah. Oh so or, before before yeah, they yeah, made yeah. them big, yeah. yeah. Uh Phil the Power, Taylor. Uh <laughs> he um convinced Lemmy to hire him. He okay. was a big Finn Lizzy fan uh so that's how he got the gig um big success this song got to number 59 in the uk so a bit of a drop off here for overhead. And it doesn't really get much better from there really to be honest um but i think this song would be a bit have been massive in the 70s it kind of has that 70s style feel to it i don't know um and this is their last album with bronze records records. Okay. Not gold or silver. Bronze. And yeah, we'll we'll get into a bit more in 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 a minute about that. Uh but the the alliance, the allegiance with Robbo <laughs> wouldn't last very long, unfortunately. Uh right. Lemmy quickly would get annoyed with him. Okay. Uh, for taking hours to record his guitar tracks. So he was a perfectionist. Yeah,
1: perfectionist. Right, okay. An artiste. Okay, yeah. Can't yeah. rush inspiration, man. Yeah, he also didn't fit in with the band's dress sense. Um, yeah, Thin Lizzy doesn't strike me as a it, yeah, if you, biker, if, kind of. If like, you watch
0: the uh, video for Shine, which is just a boring video of them playing the song right, live... Okay. You'll, you'll see what I mean. He's wearing a headband reminiscent of uh, Mike Knopfler from uh, Dire Straits. Right. Yeah, you, know, you don't really think of rock and roll when you think of Dire Straits, do you, really? Does he have lots of frills on his cuffs as well? No, I don't think so. Uh, so he didn't last very long. He was out pretty quickly. Unfortunately, this would lead to Taylor also leaving.
1: Ah, uh, because was, he brought he was him in. Yeah, he brought he him, he him in, in yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. They left, so that's when he started um, his darts career,
0: yeah. That's when he got into darts, yeah. yeah. Put on a bit of weight, yeah. you know, started drinking a lot of beers. Bit, that's yeah. it, yeah. All darts players, you But know. then he got himself
1: back in shape again. I've seen him recently, he got himself back in shape, yeah. yeah well, there you go.
0: Um, and he
1: outlived all of them.
0: So, due to the combination of those two leaving and them leave, um, leaving Bronze Records as well, they wouldn't released another round three years. Wow, okay. Which for Motorhead standards is long. And Lemmy um, and Robbo went not speak again for the rest of Lemmy's life, apparently. He wasn't a big fan of him. Okay. But there you go. He, yeah, the guitars from Finley's in your band, pretty good. Uh, did you like the song anyway? Overall, I have not asked you that. I don't know why.
1: No, it's fine. Um, I'm actually going to rewind the clock back a little bit. Um, and where is it? Uh, Iron Fist. Um Did I not ask you before that either? No, you didn't. But each one kind of leads into the ah, okay, so, right, yeah, yeah. Uh This was where I began to fear that we had another Iron Maiden <laughs> on our hands. Um, I started to ask, what is the difference between all of these songs? Which then brings us into Shine, where I said, I really liked the different intro. The intro really was fast interesting, intro. and I really enjoyed that. But I still didn't notice any major change in style. It still sounds very, for lack of a better term, motorheady. heady
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, which would then, before we move on to the next song, which would then lead me to ask this question of you, Tom. Go cool. What is it like... At a concert, when all the songs sound so familiar. (laughs) Like, when do you know one song finishes and another one begins? And do you really get into them when they all sound so the same? Because,
0: as I discussed earlier, I've been listening to this band for 20 years and eventually things stand out more
1: than others, you know. Mm So that, that's the reason why. Because you know. I could just not imagine myself at a concert enjoying this when every song just sounds pretty similar to the last one. It's like with the, with the Iron Maiden episode. I was like, I could not imagine being at an Iron Maiden <laughs> concert because I would just be like, I oh, no, You know, doodly, doodly, doodly. Again, okay, yeah. So that's great. Yeah, the mascot's cool and everything. But, you know, it's... Again, it's just yeah. It just it just it started to feel like that to me a little bit. um But then, but then, what, hand it back to you. Oh, we're going to get to the
0: next song, are we? Yeah. Okay, I'm surprised this is the one that you're going to hand me over to. Okay. So the next song, um, Kill by Death, right? Yeah, we on to that. Yeah. yeah. So as I said before, the band had left Bronze Records now, no record deal. So they're thinking, right, we need to make more money off Motorhead, so let's release a compilation. So they released a compilation of like some of their best hits, and like you know, and some other lesser-known songs. Uh this song was included on the compilation No Remorse in nineteen eighty four. So this is just a stop cap, you know, while my were doing nothing. Um Kill the great title, Killed by Death. Killed by Death. Bit of a stupid song title, but it sounds good, I guess.
1: Well that just makes me think like it wasn't my time, but Death was so pissed off with me that he decided to murder me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you like this one? I did. Uh, I thought it, it, it was a little different. Um, and at this point, I really needed a change. I was getting <laughs> a little bit monotonous. You know, I was getting a bit um, burnt out. I needed a bit of a change. Um, and right. I think this is the first song I actually heard the lyrics. It does say kill by death for like two minutes. Yeah, but end. it sounds a lot <laughs> clearer as well. Um, I've did also put in here uh, Squeeze My Lizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we talked about in jail but they've got some cringe
0: lyrics yeah. and uh, yeah this is one that stood out um, <laughs> if you squeeze my lizard I'll put my snake on you <laughs> I'm a romantic adventurer and I'm a reptile too so yeah that uh, that's one of their most famous lyrics yeah if you squeeze my lizard <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a snake on you they've actually got a song on uh, Ace of Space called Love Me Like a Reptile as well oh really okay so they love the, yeah, they love yeah, the,
1: the, the, the those metaphors yeah for, yeah, they love the reptilian side that, of things that, that, mm-hmm.
0: so that lyric stood out to you yeah you know? that one L- specifically how, how not? stood out
1: to me yeah how could
0: it not yeah. but it was,
1: it was good it gave me a little bit of a break um, it kind of brought me back into it again. Uh, so I, I, I didn't find this song that bad, actually. I thought it was all right. Yeah, so if you want to Snake Home, don't squeeze your lizard.
0: <laughs> you know, you don't want people to get your snake on you. Obviously, also,
1: with, don't thumb your books because yeah, yeah. you'll ruin them.
0: Obviously, these are, you know, meant to describe what we're talking about and nothing else. Squeezing lizards, yeah. lizards and putting snakes on you. Not he nothing, just really no. likes reptiles. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's not about anything else.
1: He just wants to show you his pets. It's like, wow, look, I've got a lizard, here's my snake, you know. Like,
0: <laughs> I do like uh, Lemmy's uh, uh, vocal delivery on this song.
1: Well, it just sounded so much clearer than most of the other songs. I mean, we we haven't got to the one I want to talk about yet, and when we do, Ew. I will fill it in. But up until this point, he has sounded very. I've just got out of bed, and then this one sounds a little bit clearer, you know. <laughs> like this one, he's had his breakfast and his shower, and he's ready for the Free day. Now. Jack Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's ready. To go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, moving
0: on to uh, the next song, mm-hmm. which uh, stands out immediately, just like Joe from the title alone, but for different reasons. Orgasmatron. Oh, what a name. I am the one, Orgasmatron, the outstretched grasping hand. My image is of agony, my servants great the land. What a great name for song. What a name. Orgasmatron from the album. Is it Orgasmatron? Orgasmatron. Is it
1: really? Yeah, it is the title oh. track from the album orgasm sure. Why would you call that album Or I mean, it's a fucking great name, but it's <laughs> if people are going to just be like, "Yeah, my son isn't listening to that," or daughter. Sorry, didn't mean to, but you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just way too crude, isn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> uh So this is the first album they released after all the eternal strife and everything that we talked about. Free took them three years to release this album. Uh, the first album as a four-piece now, so he's he's oh, got okay. more more people to join his band, and they formed their own um, record label called Great Western Road. Oh, okay, which I kind of like, isn't it? Um, it does sound very American, though. Apparently, this song has nothing to do whatsoever with any
1: sort of orgasmic. No, I could tell you that machine. I could tell you that the lyrics did not match what I thought oh, the song yeah, was going to be about at all. Listen it's, to the lyrics. It's, it sounds like a murderous fucking robot or something. It's like, but you know, you, you hear it and you think, oh, he's going to be like, oh, he's like, he's a sex robot sent back. Back in time to, you know, have sex with the ladies yeah, what to else? save humanity. What else and, could it be like. about? and then you hear it and you're like, this is not what I'm going to be at all. So, so what do you reckon the song about? I, a, a fucking killer robot. That's what it sounds like. It oh, sounds right. like a fucking murdering robot to me.
0: Um, It's about religion and politi- politicians. Oh, okay. Mainly. Again, totally yeah, no wife I or, then. yeah. So it's about, you know, there's got some lyrics here. Twist the truth and revel in our pain. Uh, emperor of lies. All my promises are lies. So this is talking from like a politicians point of view. Um, and I said, you got uh, lyrics about war. I lead you to your destiny. I lead you to the grave.
1: Yeah. it was l- lyrics like that that so made, made is, me think it was about a killer robot it's, from it's space quite or something.
0: It's a bleak song. It, it really. is. Really. It's quite bleak. It's a, the same riff over and over again. Yeah. Um, I will say that this song is quite hard listening. Uh, the intro is quite long, and it's the same riff over and over for about five minutes. But
1: it was a different riff than the riffs that they usually use, which is why I didn't find it that terrible. Good. Again, no, it good. Uh, it, it, I, it was refreshing on the ears. Yeah. I mean, I like the song, but yeah. It's it does, very it goes on. dirgy. Yeah, yeah, it's dirty. Really yeah. dirgy. It was yeah. just like... <laughs> like really down mm. low you know but yeah so what is orgasmatron got to do with what the fuck they're talking about yeah right. but i can i can name a song called you know pink fluffy unicorns yeah, yeah and write yeah. it about like world war ii tanks and then just randomly say you know pink fluffy unicorn in the song it still doesn't make <laughs> it you know yeah it's about yeah a
0: machine that revels in people's pain basically right Okay. yeah that's okay. basically
1: what it's about Okay, so it's not about. But not. It's about, not. It's not, not a Tron that gives you orgasms. It's no. a. It's a Tron that experiences okay. orgasms. Yeah, nothing about orgasms. Yeah. Because orgas- if I was to say okay, to so, you, yeah,
0: gas making your paint, Yes, I guess so.
1: You know, if I was to say to you, you know, purchase now the Orgasmatron three thousand. You know, you would think that's something that's going to pleasure you, wouldn't you? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ladies and gentlemen, step right up. Get yourself a genuine wire, orgasmatron 3000 Yeah. Guaranteed to stupefy and specify your sexual desires. Not that What's that word? Stupefy. What's that word? Stupefy. Orgasmatron. Oh, orgasmatron. What's yeah. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Orgasmo! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, so,
0: the album cover for this is like one of my favorites. I don't know if you saw it uh, when you were listening to the song at all. The cover is basically a train with Snakel on the front of it, which looks pretty pretty bad. Artsy. I don't remember seeing any artwork. Seeing the ahead. artwork, okay, fair enough. That's fine. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't surprised you like that, but it is a, it is a bit of a dirty song. It's very a little dergy, bit different. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, like I said, I like one.
1: I like the difference. You know, if 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 there's a band or an artist that all of their songs sound exactly the same, then I'm like. What's the what's the difference, you know? So, this is but so I like it when they try something different because it's like okay, that's yeah, it might not work all the time, but at least at least you're not just um this is my comfort zone. I'm just going to stay here, yeah. Okay.
0: So we're moving out of the eighties now mm-hmm. into the nineties. Okay. Not the best decade for FML, but we're moving into the 90s. <clears throat>
1: Different era, though, really. Different yeah. era, yeah.
0: With the song Hellraiser.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, we could have um, included this in the Ozzy Osbourne show. Oh, okay. Because it was written by. Yeah,
1: I did see that actually when I was looking for the oh, song. Yeah, yeah, read, yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw yeah. that it was there was written a by Ozzy. Lemmy, Ozzy,
0: and Zach Wild, who was
1: Ozzy's guitarist. At the there time. was a version where they performed it together as well. That is? The, yeah, yeah,
0: you've stolen my notes. Sorry. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: Sorry. God.
0: Tell us more about it, Tom. Oh, well, I was found glad you asked. Uh, it was originally recorded for Ozzy's No More Tears album in uh, 1991. The one with Mum and Mom coming home on it. Okay. Um, so it was originally released by Aussie. Uh, but Lemmy liked it so much that uh, Mate released a version on their album the following year, March or Die, in 1992. And that version was released as a single as well. Now the reason why I uh, included it here and not on Aussies is because it was used, the motorhead version was used in the 1992 film
1: Jurassic Park. That's it. A bus that couldn't slow down. Yeah. Hellraiser I'm assuming. Hellraiser yeah. 3. Oh, uh, yeah I was going to say it's not the original, not the original right? Original. Yeah. Hellraiser
0: Free Hell on Earth, which I've never seen. I've never seen any Hellraiser and film other than, f- other than the first one. The first one I've seen. I've I haven't seen, even
1: yet. seen the first one. So when we do do it on Terrifying Tom, available wherever you listen to podcasts, um, it'll be interesting for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll do um, the whole series.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So it was used in the film Hellraiser Free, Hell on Earth, the classic horror film. Apparently. Um, uh, the video was directed as well by Clive Barker. The, the guy who directed Hellraiser. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, it was directed by him. And it features Pinhead in the, uh, in the in video. video. Yeah, playing uh, cards with Lemmy.
1: Ace of spades, yeah, okay. Ace of spades, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Who had the dead man's hand?
0: I can't remember. But yeah, that that video is there. If, if you want to go and see it, if you want to see Lemmy playing poker with, with, pinhead, with yeah. pinhead. Yeah, there you go. Um... Now, as you ruined, but there was a version <laughs> Didn't ruin anything, I don't care really. Um there was a version of this released in October the 29th, twenty twenty one. Uh with both Ozzy and Lemmy's vocals mixed together. Which you can see them on YouTube as well. Really good video. Uh it's an animated video.
1: Oh, so Ozzy doesn't join in and play cards with them.
0: No, no, it's an animated Mark. video. It's a different, different video. It's pretty cool. Which one you prefer? I don't know. I, I like the one. I'm singing it together. I think it's pretty cool. Um, the song is also similar to... Well, the song was released before it was on the Hellraiser soundtrack. So it's not actually about... It's not about the Hellraiser. No, I mean. it's about...
1: It's about raising hell. Exactly. Yeah. It's about... Being on tour and raising hell. Yeah. TVs through windows.
2: Yeah. Cars in swimming
1: pools. Underage girls in your bed. Yep. Reptiles um, everywhere. If, if if that's your thing, yeah.
0: Um, you know, I'm living on an endless road around the world for rock and roll. That's basically that's a lyric that I picked out there um, about being a hair raiser on tour. So yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm sure they made a pretty penny though from. The song being in the movie, yeah, no
1: no doubt. You pay rights and stuff like that, don't you? Uh,
0: the next song is as we said earlier, Ace of Spades.
1: Is no, the... we've already talked about
0: that, <laughs> <do>. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about Ace of Spades 2 <laughs> Elect- <laughs> from, the, from the album Ace of Spades 2. <laughs> no, no. People will think of Moehead and think Ace of Spades, mm-hmm. but I will reckon some other people would think. Motorhead they would think The game So obviously If you're a wrestling fan you'll know about this song Their theme song For the wrestler Triple H A particular favourite wrestler of mine He's lying This is a lie <laughs> um, So I think <clears throat> we, I mean, we talked about this a little bit earlier Like people from our generation Would think of this more four eyes of spades I guess
1: I think again I'm gonna say what I literally just said a minute ago wrestling people yeah wrestling people might has, think of this song I mean Triple H had this as his entrance theme well still does still does isn't so for like yeah. 20
0: years I mean it's not on TV every week now but he was on TV every week for like 10-15 years hmm. with this song so you know wrestling fans will be synonymous with this song yeah including myself um, so the song is—it's kind of different, really, from most of my head songs. It's a lot more slower.
1: I would it's say it's a fast. lot similar not to not Hellraiser.
0: Fast.
1: You reckon? Slower,
0: methodical. Yeah, it's, beat, a, it's very the... slow. Mef- yeah, slow, methodical. That's a good way to put mm. it.
1: Um, which suits Triple H, I guess, as well. I think it suits an entrance music as well because, like, I mean, unless you're the Ultimate Warrior or John Cena, no one's sprinting to the ring. So, you don't necessarily need something really, you know, something a little bit more, you know, like yeah, marching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if you're trying to be intimidating as well. I think that, you know, that that works more. Anyway, for those of you who aren't into the yeah um, intricacies of wrestling. No, I'd... I... As I said, I think this is another one of those songs I thought, do I need to get used
0: to it? But, you know, so this song debuted in January of 2001 as Triple H's theme music. I remember the exact
1: match that it debuted in, because I'm a wrestling nerd. And you've got a fantastic memory about it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I could not remember that. I can remember it debuting, I can remember, but I I could not tell you the match. Or the date? The match was
0: uh, for the WWF title in January of 2001. So it's going to be Royal Rumble. Kurt Angle on Raw defending against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Triple H comes out, ruins the match for Austin, beats the crap out of him, and uh, Raw ends with Triple H standing over Austin on the announce table with his pose. Oh yeah! And then the music hits. And young Tom is like, what is this? <laughs> what is he com- What is this music? And then obviously Motorhead, as I've, you know, played alone and real late alone. Um, Motorhead, um, would perform this song live.
1: I've been waiting all episodes for this bit. Good, so. Good,
0: good. <laughs> good, So, yeah. I mean, the wrestling was huge at the time, wasn't it? Massive. Uh, this was yeah. the Attitude Era. Yeah. Huge. Stunk on Steve Austin, The Rock, The Undertaker, Triple H, Kane, whoever else. I'm forgetting off the top of my own mind. But wrestling was massive at this point. The Underline Wars were going on soon to end. Um. So wrestling was pretty big business. Um, WWE's uh, WWF at the time. WF yeah, yeah, that would have would hold WrestleMania 17 in April of this year in front of like seventy thousand fans, like a huge, massive show, and Motiv would play would play live.
1: Yes, they would. They play, would play the game live. They certainly would play something live. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, they would play this live to, for Triple H coming down to the ring for his match against the Undertaker at WrestleMania 17 and this is synonymous
1: with Lemmy forgetting the words to the song I think this is synonymous with Lemmy being fucked out yeah. of his head before the first so yes, yeah, so throughout the whole episode especially at the beginning we were saying about what is he saying what are the lyrics his voice is very and this is exactly the moment we were waiting for i was waiting for specifically because this is one of the quintessential motorhead memories that is bored into my brain is this specific performance it's all about the game and how you game it gaming in the game and gonna game it and come and the game and I'm going to game gaming game and game. Bow down, you better take it.
0: Yeah, you know, so I don't think Lemmy did a lot of uh, <coughs> rehearsal for this. I, I, I don't know. I don't just, think oh, it yeah, would have mattered. He would still showed up canned. drunk. He, like... he turn up for the paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So yeah.
1: I've just... never heard someone murder their own song as much as, as they have this. It was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it didn't stop them being asked back for WrestleMania 21 no, in, I, uh, in 2005. I remember them, is that the one where they did the uh, Bow Down to the King one? Is that because no, they did the game, Because yeah. they did that again as well. I remember they performed live that song as well. Bow down to the, bow down to I the king. I remember, I remember but, seeing them do that live. So they've been on it at least three times.
0: Yeah, so Mania 21, they also... Play Triple H to the ring again.
1: Did he remember the words this time? I can't remember.
0: I, <laughs> I should have gone back and watched it. But WrestleMania Seventeen is the it's probably known as the best WrestleMania of all time. The one that I've watched more than anything else. So you know that performance
1: is more synonymous, I guess. Um, it is amazing. I know that I'm slagging it off, but it's incredible for how bad it's, yeah. it's yeah. car crash TV it's absolutely yeah. it, go and watch it because it's fucking great it's awful but great yeah I just like the room
0: yeah um, so the song wasn't written by Lemmy okay not surprising really considering the, didn't, know the the, <laughs> didn't know the lyrics didn't know the lyrics the song was written by Jim Johnson who um, does all of the, all the WWE wrestling wow. um, songs at that point um, and there's actually a rap version uh,
1: of the song as well. So I was I wasn't going to say this because I don't know if maybe we're going to be talking about them or not in the future. Go but on. I actually really really like the Drowning Pool version of this song. I do as, as, as well. I think that that's a really good. That's I actually think it's probably better than this one.
0: Yeah. So Drowning Pool, I'm sure most metal fans have heard Drowning Pool. They uh, they played Triple H the ring a year later with their own version of the game, which was released on... And he entry. the lyrics. And yeah, I thought it was a pretty good performance. Yeah. I really liked the the song. Um, obviously, New Metal was massive at the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, I, I, so, I
1: actually prefer it to Motorhead's version. Now, Motorhead's version is good. I like Motorhead's mm. version. Don't get me wrong. It is a good song and I do enjoy it. I, I like it. But I like Drowning Paul's version more. Yeah, I mean we might cover it on the. I didn't know there was a rap version, but
0: there there was also a rap version released uh, to the music for my time. So it's the music for my time. Oh, right, with okay. The lyrics for See, I the really game liked over my the time as well. I thought
1: that was really good.
0: Yeah, I like that theme as yeah. well. Triple H said he wanted his entrance music to be more gritty, like a Motorhead. So they, went to, got so they went and got motorhead. So they went and got motorhead. Yeah, it's basically what Jim Johnson said to it. Like, why did not we just ask them to do it? Well, they, they had money if at this didn't point, didn't they? So. <laughs> yeah. So they went and got, and got him, and um, it probably won't surprise you to learn that I mean, he wasn't a massive fan of the song.
1: No. Okay. But,
0: no, not really. I'm sure he was a fan of the money that came. Yeah. In, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm sure. But he wasn't a fan of the song itself, really. Okay. Um, but him and Triple H would become big friends, as you said, you know, he, he spoke at his funeral and he would record a couple of more songs for WWE, uh, you know, over the next few years, Lion in the Sand, which was the Evolution mm-hmm. theme, and then the King of Kings theme for Triple H as well. Yeah. So they still had that relationship with uh, WWE. I mean, in the end, WWE kept them in the public eye as well, I think. So, you know, why not
1: Didn't cap- capitalize he- on that? Didn't Triple H induct him into the Hall of Fame as well? I don't think so. No?
0: Okay. I don't, I don't.
1: Not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The...
0: Oh, right. The, the, the yeah. Um I don't think so. No? But I reckon they might go in if they haven't already. You can tell me in the comments that they have.
1: I just, I have this uh, distinct memory of him
0: inducting. Should deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for butchering that fame <laughs> on Mania 17. That's
1: great. <laughs> it's just yeah. Yeah, so as a song it's
0: it's a lot different from what you usually expect from motel. It's more dirgy and slow. Yeah. But in a good way. I, I like the song. Yeah, I like it as well. I think for me it's suffered a lot from fatigue because I've Yeah,
1: I would every, agree with I've that. heard it
0: every week for the last fifth well, from two thousand and one for fifteen years after that I heard it pretty much every week. So mm-hmm. you get sick of it after a while. With a lot of wrestling themes, you get stuck on them movie here. Yeah, and you while. don't need to be refreshed every so often, don't they? Yeah, so, so you yeah. know. But I still think it's a good song. I'm not yeah. going to deny, you know, its impact and its iconic status as a wrestling theme.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But there you go. How it do in the charts? Number one, in every chart. Every every, everywhere. everywhere, all over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, specifically wrestling fans, if they're not into heavy metal, will, you know, for example, would know this song. You yeah. uh, know. So you have got one more song left to go. Yep. And it is, you know, aptly titled "Till the End." You don't have to which was released off their last, um, last album, Bad Magic, in 2015. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go into this
1: one before I ramble <coughs> on about it for a bit. So it, it it feels... final. Exactly, what I thought when you said that, yeah, it's final, yes. Yeah, it, you, you can very much tell that something's going on in this song um i would say he sounds terrible yeah he sounds old yeah he sounds like my granddad (laughs) like when my granddad like was you know in his 70s before he passed away yeah he sounded like he sounded very much same smoker's voice you know yeah it's very strained. um but at this point, I, I did like it. Uh, it was really good. It had a different sound. Yeah. Um, there's there, there seems to be a lot more emotion behind this song as well. Like I said, it sounds very final. Um, it reminded me of that um, Queen song before Freddie Mercury passed away, where he's like, um, "These are the days of our yeah. lives." Yeah, it 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 felt like that to me. Like he knew his time was coming, and he wanted to say thank you to everyone before he he left this mortal coil. Um, but on a on a on a final note, I put after hearing this song, I was really surprised that I didn't like the thrash songs more. But instead I really liked the slower, deliberate style of song like okay. this one. Okay. Um because yeah, in, in Hellraiser, it you know, um, it really started to turn for me. I was like, dude, you you're starting to finish really strong here. <laughs> you had this, then you had the game. Then you had till the end, and I was like, "Yeah, I really like these songs. These songs are really good. I really like these ones." And yeah, I think that's what I've discovered about Motorhead, is I like the slower, more deliberate style of their songs rather than the ram it down your throat, get the guitar going as fast as I possibly can. But then again, if your nickname is fast, you're going to be aiming to do that as much as you can. I am fast. I really am. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, um, I really like the guitar solo in this as well, uh, in this song. I thought the guitar solo was really good. And yeah, heartfelt. Yes, as a, it's a more stripped-backed song
0: for my head. Lemmy died four months after the release of this album, Bad Magic. Um, there are a lot of parallels between uh, Lemmy and David Bowie at this point. Uh, David Bowie uh, released a song called Lazarus on his last album, Black Star which was kind of the same, like, saying, sort of saying goodbye or whatever. Um, Bowie released Black Star on his birthday in January uh, the 8th, 2016, and died two, two days later. So he knew he was going to die and kind of wrote a song about that and reflections on his life, similar to what Lemmy did here with this song. Um... Yeah, this I'll pick out one lyric in particular um, in, in, your, in your life you'll be amazed At all the love you lose uh, You can never live that life again Which I think is quite poignant A lyric um, Yeah, so it's a bit of a sombre way To end our Motorhead episode But I feel it was a, a, good, a good point to do that um, So overall Richard, what is your reflection on Motorhead? So just before
1: we go into that topic... I also have discovered recently about Motorhead. And it makes a lot of sense now that when you say um, they're from the north of the country... uh, That they do a lot of ACDC covers... And I've actually discovered that I really like the ACDC stuff from Motorhead as well. Okay. So they did Highway, Highway to Hell, which I've really done learned. a lot of
0: covers. Um, um,
1: yeah, yeah, but these are the ones Highway where, to Hell, um, It's a Long Way to the Top if you want to rock and roll, was another one that I really liked. Um, and the other ACDC song, See, I'm awful. Awful. Back in Black. I'd have probably done that but no but uh, Shook Me All Night Long you shook me all night long I did that as well and I actually really like them as well and it makes a lot of sense now that you've said that so those were three songs that I actually already have on my playlist before you so you didn't even ask me to have them no but I already had those songs on there so I wanted to talk to you about their covers as well just before we wrapped up Just AC/DC or just in general if they have any others that you might think that I might enjoy Uh, Enter Sandman Oh, okay. Uh, God Save the Queen by Sex Pistols, as I mentioned,
0: the Rolling Stones ones. Uh, Heroes by David Bowie.
1: Oh, yeah, I have that one as well, actually. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. have that one as well. Yeah, um, they released uh, a covers album
0: a few years ago. Um, this is after Let Died. but there was a covers album released with certain, numbers. certain songs on it. I can't remember. There's more bands they've covered. But yeah, so so the thing that I found funny about it is that
1: I obviously really like Lemmy's vocals. You know, when he's not fucked out of his head and he can remember the song. Um, uh, So I obviously really like something about Motorhead because I really like the covers. But it's just something about their specific music that kind of ground me down a little bit at the beginning. But having said that, came back and finished strong. So well done to you, sir.
0: Okay, I chose the right songs then. Towards the end, I
1: think I think the end definitely um, got me back. So from um, from Killed by Death onwards, it's after the classic period. So after the classic (laughs) period, but again, this was the same thing about Aussie, wasn't it? Is that I didn't really like the early stuff. It's the later stuff that I enjoyed a lot more. So that well, I don't know whether it's when they're early on, they stick to their sound. And they want to stick in their lane and their niche. But it's when they go out of that that I actually enjoy it a lot more. Like, my two favourite Aussie songs, you would not say a heavy metal song. Shot in the Dark and, and, and um, Mama, Home, Mama I'm Coming Home. Home. Yeah, Those two were fucking awesome songs. Shot in the Dark was great. And Mama I'm Coming Home, I said, was probably my favourite Aussie Osbourne song that I've heard. And, and, yeah, these ones were all really good. And, I mean, till the end, again, you could... St- he he didn't sound great in this song. He really didn't, but I could look past that because I think the song was really good in and of itself. And yeah, I just I don't know. I like it when they step out of their Tumpers, sound. Right. Yeah, more, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. So, but I think you finished. I, I think you finished strong. Well, my head finished strong. Yeah, all Motorhead finished strong. Yeah, so, so it's they, not
0: quite an Iron Maiden.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it was. It was heading that way. I, 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 literally wrote. I'm worried that we're heading that way now, but they pulled themselves out of the ditch. <laughs> they said, "No, we're not just going to stick to the same stuff. We're going to go in a different direction, and Richard's going to love it, and and I did. Well done to you, gentlemen. Well done. Well done. Guys. Okay, I'm glad. But Iron Maiden didn't. They just kept. Going with plan A, you know, they were the, um, Graham Potter of heavy metal. That's right. This is good promotion for all I made in uh, episode three. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, um, all in all, I think I probably came out of this episode in probably the same place I started it, which I don't think is that bad because mm. I always thought, yeah, Motorhead, they're all right. And I come out of this thinking, motorhead, yeah, they're all right. Yeah, fair enough. There's nothing you
0: added to your playlist. And... Uh,
1: from here, no. Uh, but having looked at it again, I don't know why I didn't add Hellraiser, because I really like that song. Um, and um, Killed by Death, I like that. Uh, so song. I don't know if you
0: heard the Aussie and Amoeba. No, I you I think, I, you'll, I I think to... you would enjoy
1: that. I need to go and check that out. Check, I didn't. Check the video on YouTube. It's
0: a great video. I will. I will go and check that out. Uh, and I said if you want to check out Pinhead playing cards
1: with uh, Lemmy as well, yeah, interested check, about check that, that out yeah. as well. He should um, have made a cameo in the film. That would have been great. Maybe he maybe just. I've never oh, seen him Yeah. Afraid. Does he get killed in the film? That'd be great. Just like a, hey, you, leave those kids. Ah! Yeah, so I, I hope
0: this is turned on. <coughs>
1: Every time I do his voice. But
0: <coughs> <coughs> Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> you just can't do it like him man, no right? yeah. he's a legend
1: I don't smoke 60 <laughs> a day probably that's probably why I can't do yeah. it so this is just a
0: sprinkling of what you have on motorheads yeah you that said they can, have a lot a lot of <laughs> albums over the years so yeah there's a lot of places to start but I you know I would start at the classic period Overkill Bomber and Ace of Spades
1: <laughs> start later I start later yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, I don't think there's...
1: um, Listen to all their new stuff and work your way back. Yeah, I don't think there's
0: outright (laughs) there's a terrible My Head album. They all sound pretty similar. But yeah, I hope you got a lot out of this. uh, Yeah, that's. I hope you got a lot out of this episode.
1: Um, I don't know. Like I said, I think I'm coming out of the end of it pretty much where I started. Which, at the beginning, I think you probably would have taken... Cause I was, yeah, really I, 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 to
0: I, I was kind of expecting negativity here. Oh, okay. And I did, I, did, I did get a lot, a bit of it, but not as much as I, as, you know, I made and got. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm happy with that for now. I, I, I fully understand and I, you know, I fully understand that Motorhead are a difficult band to get into. I, I, you know, I fully, I get that. I'm not stupid enough to, you know, not see that. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, just to shout out to anyone who's still listening to our, our podcast, Matt and Marmite.
1: Yeah, I mean, so so the Aussie Osborne part one is is going up next week from when we're talking now. Yeah. So you should have heard it, and part two by the time this comes out, obviously. It, it was a while. There was a big break between the episodes. That's kind of on me, sort of a bit as well. Um, I obviously have to rely on Tom to, um, take time to do the research for his bit and then come forward with it. Um, and then the other problem is, is that, yeah, like I said, we're not getting paid for this. So this is nobody's top priority other than. <laughs> Mine, but then I have lots of other things that I need to do in the meantime as well. So that's on me. I apologise for that, but hopefully we still we do still have some some uh, loyal listeners and and maybe get some new listeners from the Aussie episodes. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, give you a bit of a taste of what it is usually like, and we would like to do this a lot more often. Um, so if you do enjoy it, and I hate asking. People to do stuff like this, but if you do enjoy it and you do want episodes more regularly, you can head over to the Patreon and become a member there. You will also get uh, early access. It's the third time I've recorded this outro, so fuck you if it's not natural, piece of shit. Fuck you all,
0: you <laughs> bastards.
1: Something about Patreon and shit, I don't fucking know. Tom, you're going to <laughs> uh, subscribe one pound, five pound, nine pound. That's it, yeah. So, yeah, if you want to be a Patreon member, you can head over to our Patreon right now. Um, I said something about, like, uh, yeah, the fact that, you know, we can't do this all the time because we have other commitments and things like that. So, you know, it'll be nice, you know, but he has a job. Uh, he works mornings, early mornings. So, you know, he can't record unless he's got the next morning off. But, you know, maybe with enough support, I will actually be able to pay him a wage. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. We could do this a lot more regularly, mm. a lot more frequently, and the, and they'll get out a lot quicker. Plus, I'll be able to hire an editor, which is something I didn't mention in the other two times I fucking recorded oh. this. okay. Yeah, That's so that would help me out as well. So then I could get them to edit stuff and I could get it to edit stuff at the same time and everything will work out so much quicker. But, yeah, you can head over to Patreon. You can support us for as little as one pound and that would give you a shout out you can, uh, if you want to support us for five pounds, and that will give you access to early access to shows, so you can view them on the Patreon, unedited, behind the scenes. You'll be able to see me swearing at my computer and all of that. Like that all gets cut out for the podcast. But if you want to see me lose my shit at, at electronics, you know, feelings always going on about it. Head over to Patreon, five pounds. That's what it's £5 or you can step up and you can actually watch us live recording this as we record it on Discord, Um, and that will be for as little as £10. You can also, if you do it for £10, make suggestions for the shows that you listen to. Uh, if you want to hear a specific topic, if you want to hear a specific artist on this show, for instance, that is something we can do. Uh You can also record one of those cool little nifty outros that we have Uh, At the end of the show, You you can record it in any language that you like. Like I said, if English isn't your first language, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but if you only speak Swahili, you can do it in Swahili. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that whatsoever. Um, what else can you do? Uh, you can also help us out on PayPal for just a one off payment if you'd like to as well. If you don't want to do a monthly subscription, that's fine. You can head over to our PayPal and help us out. Like I said, Give me the money that I can give him the money that we can do this more regularly. Um, and with that being said, we need to shout out to our first ever patron, our first ever patron supporter. He has helped us out. His name is Cole Worley. Thank you very much to you, Cole. Appreciate that greatly. Thank you. And our first ever PayPal supporter, Nina Kelp. Thank you very much, Nina. Adda. You two are awesome. Nina and Cole, thank you very much for your support. Really appreciate it. And if you'd like to hear your name called out by me, or Tom, or maybe Phelan at some point, then you can support us now. And hopefully that's the last time I have to say this. So yes, with that being said, Tom, over to you. Thank you, Richard. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so I
0: hope you enjoyed episode seven. Six or points, seven, whatever. Whatever it is. Whatever right? it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right ahead. And I uh, hope you join us for episode number eight, which will be more grimier,
1: gonna be more evil? More evil. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> You're ruining my outro here.
0: More grimy and more evil. YA. Um, yeah, being served, I'm, just, I'm
1: starting to think that maybe that YA is a clue. Is an impossible <laughs> clue. <I
0: guess.
1: laughs> uh, so without
0: further ado, rock on. That's it, he's got it. Yeah, that's it. And that's
1: the last time I'm fucking doing it as well. This has been a Rich Tea Entertainment production. If you like this podcast, come and find our other ones on Apple, Google and Spotify.